Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative. Guys, thanks for watching. We've got the one and only Casey Gates. Always love, never hates, always appreciates. And we have Dr. Mark Sherwood on the show today. He's going to be telling us about his five-point election reform plan. And it couldn't come at a better time because if you haven't noticed, if you haven't noticed, our elections are pretty much screwed. Guys, today's show is sponsored by my shop. Now I'm not wearing this shirt, not wearing this shirt either, but those are the graphics that I had. So uh, might as well throw it up there. This is what the shop looks like. It's the Joe Mobley Show and .com, the only place to get all of the uncloseted conservative merch you need. Uh, don't hit the shop button. I'm getting things built. If you hit the shop button, it puts the items in a very unintelligent order. But if you just click on the graphic there, it puts the shop in a much better order. You know, Dr. Mark, I should send you one of these mugs, one of these make elections great again, uh, crossword. So it's done. It's holiday season. I'm going to get one in the mail right after this episode. Just getting in at the, <laughs> the last second. Fail. I, 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 I did one real quick look and I was like, oh, camera's way too long. Let's bring that up. Oh, wait a minute now. What's going on here? Uh-oh. Did the CIA get us? Oh, I don't know. Oh, Dr. Mark, you're frozen. Okay. All right. Well, hmm. I'm, I'm sure I'll be back. about something like this? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, second we you were. <laughs> we absolutely were. Man, I I should do um I I tell the internet sometimes about these these problems, but I should like show my setup one day, maybe do the phone camera, and then do that speed test online so everyone can see it, and then yeah. it's like, please explain, like, <laughs> you know, YouTube, Streamyard, internet providers, like, please explain, just explain yourselves. <laughs> and oh man, this freaking new Apple update! Don't even get me started on that. So, and you know, I you know, I I missed the last two shows. Um, I don't know. It may have been a setting thing, but it was. It's interesting that you know I ended up spending two days working on my computer right after an update. This yeah, updating in the middle of the night stuff, and then me waking up and going to my computer and having nothing work. That really sucks. Oh, you got to turn that off. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, you got to turn that off. Stat. I I turn. I turned mine off. How did I get that update? I don't even know. But whatever. What's Apple's new operating system called? Like Ace Ventura or something? I don't know. My last name's Gates. I don't buy Apple products. It's Ventura. (laughs) 13.0.1. Yeah, don't do it, guys. If you got Monterey, just, just stick with that. Don't. Don't venture yourself. This sucks. This oh my gosh. Get to 13.0.2 or 0.1.0 or whatever you're gonna change it to. Just change it now. Um number one, okay, since since we're ranting now, I definitely like Bluetooth, the connectivity with this new I don't know how they screw this up. The most technologically advanced company in the history of the world. I don't know how they screw this up, but they've 
they've screwed up the Bluetooth connection so it like lags. So most of the time, my mouse, which is an Apple mouse, this it's a magic mouse, manufacturer of the computer. Um, and let me guess, you it, can't change the batteries in it, right? No, you can. <laughs> <laughs> You can charge it with their own proprietary charging <laughs> port. <laughs> For $45. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm a Logitech guy. Uh, I believe I got the, this one. The keyboard, the keyboard is Logitech. Okay. Since, <laughs> since, we're, going, since we're going full nerd, um, I rock the Logitech mouse all the time. I keep it close by just in case this, this guy fails me. And it, it actually has better functionality. Oh. It has more functionality, but the the glide of this one is smoother in the tracking. I, um, I, I I think I discovered Logitech like two thousands, early two thousands. I you want to get nerdy <laughs> when I owned Gates computers. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, I I'm I'm on I'm I have a Logitech cam uh, keyboard. Uh, the the speakers they make really nice. And super affordable speakers. I'm all about it, baby. Did I show you the Megabug? The Make Elections great again. <laughs> oh yeah, man. This is this is gonna piss people off. Uh, it's, it's on a shirt too. Yeah. Word up. So we're getting into the cups now. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right. So um, one thing that I want to request, uh, cup wise, is. Big dude, make this thing like freaking hold on to like half a gallon of coffee. You know what I mean? It's it's big. It's fifteen ounces. All right, that's what I'm talking about. See, it's big. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. It's yeah. big and black. <laughs> oh my god! I walked dude. you right into that one. Oh man! What? All right. Hey, we lost Casey for my <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right. Well, hey, Speaking I don't know if Doctor Mark looks like a doctor. Yeah, there. Oh, here he is. Dude, that happened twice. That's twice, dude. I'm that on, happened dude. exactly twice when See? when you said, I think you said the phrase, good doctor. And, and boom, he came in. You know what it is? It's because I got all my boosters. So, like, all the chips are just firing <laughs> off, like, perfectly, dude. I'm really controlling the internet now. It's nice. <laughs> oh, man. If my you really were controlling Gates. the internet, then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, then we could have some good conversation. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if we should move forward with what the heck is that? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Can you? <laughs> yes, I'm looking at that one. I was going to say, I don't know if we should move forward with the topic. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. Goodness oh, gracious! Oh, oh, oh! Looks like the good doc's coming back. The, the, oh, yeah. he's coming back. Well, <laughs> we we were about to head down a dark road with him. What is <laughs> what is this thing? I gotta I gotta put it on here. Hey, doc, doc's back. You want me to bring him in? Yeah, yeah. Booyah. All right. So, hey. don't don't know what we're doing with uh with. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, doc. Hey, it's good. I had to do a little technological adjustment here. Um, our internet went off, so now I'm just using uh, cell data. Go figure. Oh, hey, that gosh. is... I talk a lot of trash about StreamYard, but one of the cool things, I've had things go down, and the fact that I can jump on my phone and host the show just oh, yeah. like the way it is, is pretty dope. It's, it's pretty cool. 
Been down that road one too many times. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, I'm glad you're back. Otherwise, we'd be talking about uh, uh, Paul Pelosi's uh, uh, pet here, which is, look at, I mean, look at the ingenuity here, though. That's great, yeah. That's funny. These that washers. Now, yeah. That I would call art. That. That's funny. This is pretty funny. All right, but... <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, were a very dark path, I got to tell you. How do you even even pivot from that to election integrity? <laughs> like, to election. There's just a like um, abrupt repentance and move on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I got to take it off the screen there because I'll, I'll just keep staring at it. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, where do this you even, off to a great start? I know. <laughs> where do you even start? So, um, guys, if you uh, if you're a fan of the show, then you're no stranger to Dr. Mark Sherwood, um, uh, Sherwood TV, uh, Functional Medical Institute. Just it's it's fair to just say Dr. Mark is just a baller. Okay. Gubernatorial candidate, former SWAT officer, like guy that makes stuff happens. And you know what? Actually knows how to run a business, which is that's what I like. I think that's why we all gravitate towards each other, because you you work for someone and and do some noble things. Yeah, Casey was in the Navy, I was in the army, you were in the SWAT teams and 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 just was it Tulsa? Right. It was Tulsa. Yes. Tulsa, for you guys that don't know, is like the Wild West. Uh, they got Sergeant Sticks up there, who I believe just retired um, a he little did. while ago. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can't watch it. It's not cops. It's, um, what is it called? Live PD. You can't watch an episode of Live PD without Oklahoma Highway Patrol or Tulsa PD taking the stage. Um, not because it's the Wild West, because they do good police work. So, um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my buddy's on uh, the first forty-eight, so that's another place to watch. Oh yeah, 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 man. Uh, OBN takes me back. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> what we're talking about on the show today with Dr. Mark, um, and we we could there are just so many synergies here. We could talk about anything. Uh, but you've got a five-point election reform plan. I just recorded a bail reform episode. I almost said bail reform. Uh, election. You've got a five-point election reform plan. Uh, and I read the the highlights, and I got to tell you, uh, like two of these I had never considered at all. Um, and and the, the deputy thing is just like, oh, yeah, that that would work. So just take it away. Tell us about... Tell us about your bail reform. Your God, I said it. Your election reform <laughs> you did it twice. Tell us about your election reform. <laughs> so, uh, idea about Joe Mobley's pivot from from uh, Paul Pelosi to bail reform to election reform. But here we are, folks. Right? Yeah. Here, here we are. It's it's live. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, thank you for your service to our country. Just really appreciate you guys. We just went through. Uh, Veterans Day holiday, but I'd be remiss if first time I haven't seen you since then to tell you thank you. I honor your service and appreciate you so much. So thank you for that. Right. Oh, it's our pleasure. So I think we all understand that our elections need reform. I mean, look, we can go back and cry over spilt milk about the elections recently, but ultimately it's the same system that we had before. Um, 
nothing has happened. And uh, as I set up these five points, let's understand clearly that the promises made by the federal officials, notice I said federal officials, federal elected officials, to fix them. Look, we don't want their help because if you get the federal election reform, you're going to get federal guidance from this point forward. So you got to understand that's a trap, folks. That is a TRAP, and that's a political nonsensical minefield they're going down. So just know that. I mean, can they propose things that would help at the state level? Yes, but it needs to stay at the state level. Um, so you guys are cool with that, right, so far? Well, that and the key difference there, oh, yeah, 10th Amendment guy all the way. Big federal. The key difference is they can propose stuff. They should enforce things. I I think the word mandate should have sent chills down the spine of every red-blooded American. Like no, 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 no. We 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 don't do that here. You can suggest you, you, whatever, but you you can't enforce things this way. Um, no. So yeah. What was it? Uh, wasn't it Reagan that said like the the nine most dangerous most dangerous words words yeah i'm from the government and i'm here to help <laughs> yeah come on man that's very and true. it's forced on you too there's a we're gonna help yeah. and you can't stop us like no come well, on you know joe in the past we've actually uh, talked about this where you know it, when like law enforcement and with defunding the police and all this mm -hmm. other stuff i would much rather have a guy who lives in my community enforce laws than have somebody from D.C. coming over here and enforcing their idea of the law. They're going to come over here, trash my town, and go home. Yep. Oh, totally. Totally. And it, it's it's completely messed up from so many fronts, you know. We're, we're just, we've lost our ever-loving mind. We don't want these um, enforcement, you know. They can make suggestions, but no mandates. Uh-uh, no way. Yeah. And you're right, Joe. You know, we had this uh, lived out with us during uh, the pandemic, didn't we? What a mess. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We acquiesced, bowed down, bent over, and took it. And that oh. was We did not understand the Tenth Amendment. And to that end, uh, point number one of our five-step plan is pretty simple. Uh, we should really uh, utilize the highest-ranking law enforcement officer in the county appropriately. The sheriff is meant to protect the Constitution at all costs. and and protect the people, you know, from tyranny from outside of that county. And the sheriff can really tell the FBI and the ATF to get out. You know, he doesn't have to allow them in there. And so we need to understand that. So... Many people know about our clinic, but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals. Deep down, you know, there's got to be a way to get there but you don't know where to start. Our starter plan is the first step. You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK, as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. Election uh, fraud or election cheating is a crime. So 
the sheriff would again have the authority to uh, put things into place to ensure that crime doesn't get um, cultivated or acted upon. I use the same analogy here with this idea. Point number one is that people are aware of the uh, speeding when they're going down the road and they see a radar um, camera on the side. You know, just the very presence of that didn't require any law change, just a little bit of equipment. Um, yep. play, and that makes people slow down. Did it prevent people from speeding? No, but it's going to make people slow down. You could park a patrol car over the side of the road and put a mannequin in there. and people, It works well. <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, Give, so, giving away all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in construction. My, we, uh, we used to, they used to do that all the time for us. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, what we want to do is we want to establish surveillance at these uh, polling places within these counties. And you could also put um, deputies there. Uh, keeping in mind the sheriff can appoint deputies. You could have reserve deputies. Uh, I pitched this idea, this concept around when I was in the campaign. And, man, I had multiple volunteers. I'm in, you know. So people would help. You're not going to find the shortness of manpower, and it's not going to cost funding. So that's key point right there. It's not going to require extra funding, and it's not going to require extra law change, right? And the third point of that is that within point number one, we've got to make sure that the ballots are part of the evidentiary process. In other words, we we secure those ballots and they are held in abeyance, held in evidence until they're properly counted, hand counting, by the way, no machines, and properly vetted. And once they're counted and vetted appropriately and certified as uh, this free- is, there we go. This is the point that burned me up the most about previous elections uh, 2020, the midterm we just had, even some before that. These election volunteers, good people, many of them patriots, they're volunteering their service or they're working for a day for the county. They're not, it, it's, and I, I was like, hey, I don't know a ton about it. So I became an election official for, um, which one was I for? I think it was for Virginia's primary for the gubernatorial uh, where Yunkin was elected. The, the training is so minimal, but especially on stuff like chain of custody, they really didn't speak about it at all. No, nope. and they're not telling you, they're not impressing upon those volunteers what you were taking physical custody of, physical possession of, and to have that, to have that volunteer trade out with a sheriff's deputy, someone who's who knows the importance of chain of custody and who's had to stand in front of God, man, and in the courtroom and defend their actions and what they seized and how they secured it and and the whole chain of custody the levels of knowledge is totally different and the chain of custody of ballots today is a joke because ballots in arizona they went into a bag they weren't supposed to go into a bag they're supposed to go into a clear bin and they went to a bag with other ballots and then they went to a truck with other bags of ballots and then the truck got lost for six days yeah mentioned something very key there just the simple verbiage chain of custody and even chain of custody of evidence is is unheard of for the general citizen. Right? So we, that, yeah. I, I'm we sorry, guys, just real quick. So that's the, the first thing that's popping into my head is why are volunteers even a part of this process? Shouldn't this be somebody who's officially trained to, you know, pass this information back and forth? I don't get it. Why, why are volunteers in the mix in the first place? I, I think, Casey, it's one of the deals where they're they're just trying to, you know, quote unquote, satisfy all parties, but not really solve the problem. I mean, isn't that what politicians do? They try to do things to be like vote and 
And yet here we are at this uh, crisis moment. And I think it's a crisis in our history, has been for a while, and it's going to get worse. There's not anybody out here that I know. Now, whether they believe there's fraud in elections or not, there's not anybody I've ran into that, that has not answered in the affirmative to this question. Do you want to see fair and impartial elections? Well, yes. Everybody, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, I just said it. <laughs> like, you know, common sense, right? Um, but this is a key thing, and, and that point number one is to understand the authority of the county sheriff, the responsibility of the county sheriff, and then the ability of the county sheriff. And, man, Pete, this is not hard. It's just a common sense thing that people should really uh, bring in as, a, as, a, as part of the process. Now, people have asked, well, how are you going to start that? How would you make that happen? And my answer is one sheriff, one county at a time, starting with the first sheriff that has what's called an anatomically correct thing called a spine. And that would put. <laughs> that's where it starts. Well, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I'm glad we landed on spine. Yeah, that's just where it is. You know, then obviously, you know, we go to point two. Uh, the whole idea of these, uh, these mail-in ballots are ridiculous. Um, I, I get it. If you're on the military, they should be uh, very exclusive, um, very limited processes. You can't take them away because that would be disenfranchisement, but you should be very exclusive and have the train of thought, the train of custody, again, with signature verification and, and a train there. And so that's very important to have. And so I think we all understand that as a, as a good point. And then obviously, and number three is, is one that I, I have learned uh, over the time. This is a capped tiered spending structure with campaigns. Um, at present, there is no way a statesman or stateswoman that's a worker, a middle-class worker can win an election. You can't do that right now. There is no way. Look at the amount of millions and billions of dollars spent on this election. Look at the amount spent with all the promises made. We still have open borders. We still have problems. What the heck are we doing? And what, you know, we, what's, what's crazy about this point is it's the left that is always screaming about disenfranchising people. Yep. And this disenfranchises people more than, than they realize because we're talking about billions of dollars being poured into races across the country from people that don't have interest in the community. They don't represent the community. It's, it's a New York and L.A. and overseas billionaire. Propping up a no-name candidate that's going to do whatever they say. And and we don't know this, but if I were a betting man, I would think, because this is illegal, but I would think that the billionaire who's just giving you billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars for no apparent reason is probably going to have unofficial official agreements well, or mm, exchanges of money. Quid every quo. <laughs> <laughs> Every the, our campaign limits that people can give personally, but here's how it's done: but kind not, of not organizations. Yeah, not organizations. There can be nonprofits collecting money, given to nonprofits collecting money, given to PACs that secure that money and then funnel that money into campaigns. 
without funneling it into the campaigns that can create ad buys for that campaign behind the scenes. So what Dr. Mark just described, if you were to do it as a private citizen, is called money laundering. Yes. But in election law, it's totally fine. It's a different thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, this is the way this works. And, you know, you can watch, pay attention to those ads. It might say this message has been reviewed and approved by Mark Sherwood, but it might not say that. The ones that don't say that, you got to pay attention to because they've been had by outside organizations. You have freedom of advertisement, don't you? Right? So you can do anything you want. And so what happens is, is what does George Soros have to do with Virginia? You know, what does he have to do with Oklahoma? What? Nothing. This is a globalist agenda, elitist agenda that's being pushed. And so now these elitist organizations are using elitist willing personnel to execute their strategies around the globe. And we, you're seeing it in the last election. Look how much time, attention, money was spent on the last election on all these federal races. Who's going to control the House? Who's going to control the Senate? I don't care. I want to know who's representing me. Yeah. <laughs> like so backwards. And so I just... And this, this can be done. This was done yeah. in Florida, and DeSantis did not use an executive order their state house, they passed a law in Florida because of the Zuckerbucks thing where, where Mark Zuckerberg was trying to basically buy the election in Florida to get rid of DeSantis. Yep. And and Floridians said, no. Yeah, negative. We, we don't want your big tech California money going to... Can you think of the radical leftists that... Because, I mean, I live in a county that has a, uh, a Soros... Uh, we don't have DAs. What do we have here? Commonwealth attorney. Right. Um, oh man, it's a total nightmare. Um, but hey, they're they're starting to get fired across the nation, so that's fun. You know, your job is to prosecute crimes. You should prosecute crimes. It, it, it is your job, right? And if you don't do your job, get fired for it. Um, I, I, you, know, you know, I think that we've got to get on this because if not, it, what have we seen go up? Campaign spending, and so that's the same principle that we're seeing from the federal level: increased spending. It's 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 like it's almost the inverse of campaign inflation. It's going to be hmm. a that's not sustainable, and we're rapidly we're there right now as a budgetary concept within our nation. But we're getting there eventually, and it's it's going to be a system that's it's already a broken system, and the only way to get it fixed is complete and utter upside down transformation. And you can do this from a state and local level without question. Um, Another idea of this is is really to uh, to limit the early voting, and that's a that's a big deal. So we want to make sure we limit that. Um, obviously, you can't, you shouldn't be able to elect dead people under any circumstance. But I mean, my God, I mean, let early vote to you know a couple of days something or make the day of voting a holiday. That would be a good idea, you know, and and get people off work so they can make it happen. And then that's a great idea. Yeah, it's not that hard. I mean, you can. There, there are a lot of conservatives that speak out against this because they say it hurts businesses. No, no, we're not asking for a week off. We're asking for a day off. <laughs> right. Yeah. E- even if it's just a, a of like observance, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. we work half a day or something like that. And before I get into point five, can I ask you guys to do me a quick favor? Is that cool? It's, it's yeah. odd. It's put me back out in the in the 
in the waiting room area, and I've got to go get a charger for my phone. How about that? <laughs> All <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll fill, yeah, we, we can fill some dead air for you. No problem. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is, hey, oh, now we're a little bit bigger. I never, we never <laughs> used this one. Did you just say we're a little bit bigger? Yeah. Oh, nice. It is that because we talked to, so Doc somehow like enhanced us or? No, look, it, it made us wider on the screen because <laughs> we were like this. Ooh, I almost dropped. I've been so good about not cussing, dude. Have you noticed that? You've been good. Yeah. Dude, you've been, I've been you've putting been covering serious ground. effort into it. <laughs> I'm a sailor, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. When I felt bad, I was like, oh, dude. Because I don't even think about it. I'll drop an F-bomb like it's an adjective or a conjunction. Actually, you know what? So if you use the F word before everything, right? Yeah. Uh, I had a cup of coffee. I had an F and cup of coffee. Yeah. So is, is, does that mean? I feel like, I feel like an interview with Samuel L. Jackson right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to work the cup of coffee. <laughs> you get you drunk. <laughs> Have you seen his book, Go to F to Sleep? His, his, uh, he has a children. Yeah. Okay. Well, what was your question? <laughs> Sorry. Ah, I had to clear out the lung butter. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. I, as soon as Doc comes back on here, I'm really heartbroken over Arizona, dude, and Carrie. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that, I'm so, I literally like. That is the ultimate like black pill for me, dude. I'm like, what do you mean Hobbs got elected? Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. In what world does someone care more about the state treasurer or the state head mine inspector? You were talking about the head mine inspector got more votes than both gubernatorial candidates. So so significantly more. Yeah, significantly more. So, so uh, uh, what was it? It was a hundred thousand people. A hundred thousand people say say to themselves, "I don't really care who the governor is, but I definitely want to." Like they skip over the governor who's at the top of the ballot, and they go down and they vote for the the mine inspector and the treasurer. Like, no, you never see that in ballots. It's always the other way. And they they did they did the votes. One of them, so maybe Treasurer got a hundred thousand more votes. One point six. So Hobbs got one point what one point two seven million. Sorry, Doc. We started without. Yeah, I, I had well, Carrie, Carrie about Lake that got one point two five. Small or bigger, you know. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 well. I was just telling Joe. I don't know if you caught it or not. I am just heartbroken over Arizona and what happened yeah. to Carrie. What a mess. <sighs> It's so obvious at this point. Well, they, they don't mean, even do their fraud right. If you're gonna, if this person's gonna have good at being bad, <laughs> yeah. If this person has 1.6 million votes, then you gotta pump. If the mine inspector got 1.6 million votes, then you gotta pump Hobbs up to 1.7, which is probably what Carrie Lake got. But you know, I digress. Oh, there's another no. one. I'm going to give you guys an interesting thought. It's it's an interesting perspective. Uh, point five is that the um, you got to have uh, in person ID signature. I mean, duh. Um, yeah, but um, but I want to give you an interesting thought, and I think this is something we nobody's talking about as well. 
kind of a caveat side note opinion. But, you know, right now we understand that there is um, potential for an actual fraud in elections. We all agree with that, right? Mm -hmm. And we agree that, as you guys laid out, that many of the um, conservative candidates have been victimized by that. But here's an interesting thought. If it happens on one side, it can happen on the other. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying that there are conservatives, there's not Republicans out here that would cheat. I'm saying that people have a propensity to do bad things when you give them opportunities. And so in both cases, whether you fix the thing or not, you have to fix it because what you don't want to do is say, well, if they're going to cheat, I am too, and then you justify it. And the system gets worse and worse. I could go for a good compromise here. If I had the ear of a billionaire, I'm still trying to get in touch with Elon Musk. It's not working out. I would hire a team of hackers to go coast to coast, border to border, and to and to hack the machines and write in Chuck Norris or Mickey Mouse yeah. or something to win every race, every race, down to the local dog catcher across the board. Just to prove your point. Yeah, and it, yeah. Would, it would say, Chuck Norris, dot, 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 we told you the machines were rigged. <laughs> and then and CNN wouldn't even cover it. They'd be like, well, this is a fair and free election, and, and Walker, Texas Ranger is going to be in every office across the land. No, you're right. And uh, the fascinating thing about what you just said is that's human nature, isn't it? You know, we want things right so bad, we're willing to do whatever we can to make things right. And yeah. the and again, I'm, I think your statement right there uh, is funny, but but it's got so much truth attached that people need to go, you know what? That's right. Joe Mobley's got some common sense. Well, I, I already knew that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you too, Casey. Uh, Thanks. But, you know, the point being, though, this little simple five-point plan is something that uh, is not hard to do. It's got common sense and reasonableness and constitutionality about it. And I think that there's probably other things in there that we could add, but these are just the, the five points that I thought of based upon my experience uh, within a major election and how I realize and realized um, the, the peril we're in in America when we lose the ability to get votes uh, lawfully cast and lawfully counted. There's my problem. There's my fear right there. Yes. Otherwise, it's just uh, it's just entertainment. It's art. It's theater. Yeah, it's political theater, hundred yeah. percent. And honestly, I mean, I I thank God every day. And, and everyone's always talking about oh, yeah, war is going to break out. I'm very thankful that war hasn't broken out because the yeah. guys in this boat would have already gone to war. When you look at the list of grievances in the Declaration. They sacrificed a lot more for a lot less of, oh, yeah. of, of an infraction. It's, it, but anyway, you know, it's I digress. It's better to be a uh, warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Good one. <laughs> he's, I he's, been, from he's been reading his, uh, <laughs> he's been reading his Sun Tzu daily affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear to you, it's like, that's my nighttime reading. The art of war. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Kamari in the in at the morning and Sun Tzu in the evening. Do you get a lot of pushback about point two getting rid of mail and ballots, except for the rare exceptions like military serving overseas people that are completely inambulatory? Well, isn't that how it started in the first place? Yeah, it's always been that yeah. way. I get some pushback, but then I, I you know, and again, I've never um, I make a point 
to when somebody has a grievance, I'll listen to them because there's many times things I can learn, you know. Uh, but um, the real problem has been the the COVID situation, which opened up Pandora's box in this area, and it made the idea that I can't get out or I don't want to get out or it's too unsafe to get out. It made that mainstream. And when you did that, it made the whole mail-in ballot system that we have in place completely broken, and it's remained broken. And because we have it up to the states where it should be, you can look at it all across the states. We have the different states do it differently. You look at California or something, they're going to do a mail-in ballot for every registered voter, uh, whether they're there or not. And, you know, I probably should put an overriding theme with above this is, is that you have to redo those voter rolls and you have to sort of purge those things and redo those again and and make sure they're accurate because right now you have gross inaccuracies and i think we all know that but um, i do get some pushback sometime with that and then when i explain myself look i'm not talking about somebody that's being in the nursing home and can't get out for god's sake absolutely let's do what we can to help those people out man they're citizens of this great country and many of them are we've we've always felt this way and there have always been special dispensation for for basically vulnerable populations and 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 you you can't tell someone who's deployed or serving overseas that they can't vote. Like, right, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so we we've always made concessions for that. Yeah, but they have normalized and you nailed it. It was through fear. It was through COVID. They have normalized something that should be incredibly not normal and incredibly strange, but man, we, we form habits in 30 days. Apparently we form new voter habits even faster because it went from election day to election week to election season oh. overnight. Mainstream soap opera TV is what it is now. Oh God. Uh, oh, ridiculous. Yeah. It's like days <laughs> of our lives. It's like <laughs> fantasy Island. It's like Freak Show 101. I, I've never seen anything like it right now. Okay, this this is becoming intellectual property of the show. We are, are going to make a skit. We're going to make a skit where we dress up like the who's who of oh, politics man. and do a, a, a fantasy island days of our lives. Well, you guys realize that we had a president that used to be on TV, right? That yeah. and maybe end up being a president again. So, yeah. of course, this is going to turn into a big, yeah, soap opera. Yeah, it. you know, this is just a... A, a note of observation, you know, when it, when, and this is not an indictment upon any human being, but this is where politics has regressed to. Um, it's all a popularity contest anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not about um, truth. It's a popularity contest. And to become popular, let's go back to school, high school, middle school days, you had to be well-liked. And to be well-liked, you have to do and say things to be liked. And when you do and say things to be liked, and that becomes your motivation, and that becomes your uh, your stick, if you will, and that becomes your your life, you are treading down a road of increasing compromise. That will happen. It's just human nature again, you know? And you're willing to say and do anything to get the vote because all you care about is the vote. And right now, we, I mean, people don't even trust politicians anymore. You know, they're talking, they're lying. And that's where we are right now, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, Doc. It's not just it. well, so it, politics and medicine 
are now oh. hand in hand. I don't trust either or now. I mean, poor Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Dr. Years. Drew yeah. woke me up to that when he said, never in my career, never in the history of Western medicine has the government come into the the room. The, the, the doctor's office. And, yeah, and, into yeah, the doctor's the, office with me. It's, yeah. it's always the been me and the patient. Home? Not well, like, oh, so, crap, what did the WHO just put out? And CDC and Fauci just said, but no, it's never been that way. Did you know you can be fined, sued into financial ruin, or even have your business shut down if you don't have the right verbiage on your website? Yeah, neither did I, until I met Erica Kohlberg. Erica is a licensed practicing attorney who found a serious gap in the market. Firms like hers charge massive fees for simple legal document services. Erica knew there had to be a better way, and that's how Plug and Law was born. Plug and Law is the best solution for all your business's legal needs. They provide fill-in-the-blank legal templates to protect you, your business, and the people who depend on you most. With Plug and Law's legal bundle, you get a privacy policy terms and conditions, and a legal disclaimer crafted by an attorney for the fraction of the price. Legal documentation preparation fees with your own lawyer can cost $500, $800, even $1,000 for a single document. A privacy policy alone comes in for an average of $500. Use my affiliate link to get Plugin Law's legal bundle for just $97. You could find an attorney and pay upwards of $1,500 for the same legal documents, but you're too smart for that. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and get the legal bundle for just $97. Right now, we're throwing in a free affiliate marketing legal guide. That's a savings of nearly $2,000. Don't miss out and risk everything you've built. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and protect your business, yourself, and your family. Well, here's yeah. what happened with that. And I think that the listeners right now need to really, if you haven't heard anything else, listen to this, please. This is, this is going to make great common sense. There's an organization out there that's put together by our government called the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. Let's refer to it as a match made in hell, okay? Just so you know. Right. And so food has nothing to do with drugs and drugs have nothing to do with food other than the commonality, which is a misappropriation of this statement. Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And God was so brilliant that he put medicine in food. So just know that's a fact. Now, what happens is now big pharma, because of our government, is allowed to advertise through mainstream media to the public. As we all know, they interrupt every Super Bowl with multiple drug commercials. Advertising costs money. Big Pharma needs money to advertise. They spend more on advertising than they do in research because we in America allow it. Big Pharma also is a major contributor to campaigns. So Big Pharma contributes to politicians, including those we want to get in office with public information, even the ones that we want to see president is public information. And they give money to those people and those people won't push back at all because they're Money, popularity, and wanting to be liked and get the vote is on it, right? So you yeah. have that happening. Then you have these money politicians creating bills that provide money to medical institutions that are now for profit. They provide federal money to hospitals. Hospitals then taking that money for their very existence begin to have protocols 
that are based upon the loan <clears throat> that they're given by the government. And so now you have the inability for a physician within a entity that's employing him or her. That person is no more than an employee that's um, a given drug pusher. That's all they can do because that's what they're hired to do. And if they don't follow those rules, as are laid out by the government through this existential merger of the FDA, then they're going to be terminated. That's just the way it is. And so now then you throw that in the middle of this big insurance thing. Insurance is tied in with pharma. Pharma ties in with government. Government's tied in with subsidized foods, which create illness, which create drug dependency. So they're oh. just a web of mess and lies. It's the circle of life. Man, I'm <laughs> looking for it. I can't find it. But if you guys I, remember I this, that up, dude. If you yeah, remember this piece of government propaganda brought to you by the, the food and drug industry, <laughs> I was I saw one of these with my own two eyes from I think it was 78 or 80, and it was a food pyramid, but at the bottom was the Kellogg logo in all yeah. black. It was just a dude. I couldn't find it. I did find this one though. Uh, and that that's the only two game in town, guys. You you have the illusion of choice. You think there's a hundred different breakfast cereals and snacks that they no, there's General Mills and there's Kellogg. That's it. You're you're, you're quoting George Carlin. Yeah, I that, saw that. that you want to something amazing, you guys. This this will blow your mind. I was actually praying for this one day and uh, keep that pyramid up there. This is cool, man. Right? So the pyramid. When you look at that, I want you to think of Egypt. God's people were in bondage in Egypt, and Egypt stored up grain. Grain has always been symbolic of bondage and poverty and starvation and imprisonment. And Moses was walking around saying, you guys got to get out of there, man. And even the people grumbled. They didn't want to be let out. They didn't like that too much because they were comfortable being in bondage. We now see people placed in bondage by our governmental invention of a food pyramid, labeled and noted by what you just said, you guys, about this breads and grains. It's It's not real. And now you have people that won't even get out of it. Nobody wants to talk about it. We're all comfortable in bondage. Now we're sick. Harvard Harvard updated it to put to put moderation and diet and exercise at the bottom. Hey, but it's hey, still yeah, it's still a huge lie. What you need is the the stuff that they told us that we need little of is is what you need. Yeah. It, it's almost upside down. I'm not saying put pie and cookies at the foundation of the pyramid. But no, it's almost it it upside down. Yeah, uh, uh, way too much wheat. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Well, yeah. you want to hear something else crazy too? The genetically modified corn, soy, and wheat, which is genetically modified to increase yield, increase profitability. Mm-hmm. Again, driven by yeah. our United States government, they actually contain. I was born in '89. I've never actually eaten real corn. There you go. You have. I've, I've never had man. real corn, and I very seldomly have had a real tomato in my whole entire life. Thirty-three years old. I think it came out in '92, if I'm not mistaken, the food pyramid officially. It's been it's been sort of switched around to something called my plate. But the bottom line is, these oh, naturally modified um, substances in their production methods are utilizing this wonderful substance called Roundup. Roundup has wow. been at both carcinogenic um, derivatives, you know, should be like um, glyphosate. Mm-hmm. But get this, it has atrazine, 
estrogen mimicking endocrine disrupting compounds. So it acts oh my God. estrogen in males, making males more female hey, and making us gain weight as a nation. Don't we have like this phenomena going on right now with um, guys not knowing if they're girls and girls not we do. knowing if? Well, interesting how. I'm sorry. I was born in the '70s. I'm I'm Gen X, so I remember when things were like semi-normal and like yep. you know we had genders and that was it. Just two of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way with BPA. There is BPA in everything. Probably. Once a week. We, oh, we, we covered a that credit a couple card weeks worth ago. of plastic yeah. once a week. Yeah, and you know it's in our water supply now. Our water yeah. supplies don't it, filter out. These it's in our clothes. Totally. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's right. Your I got to get rid of all my underwear. I'm 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 happy that I have all these kids now because I've worn yeah. athletic, you know, underwear, whatever. Just since <laughs> I was like fourteen. See, that's why you got to free ball, man. Just free ball. Between peeing on the electric fence and wearing these BPA covered <laughs> underwear, it's a miracle that things are still, you know, running smooth. <laughs> so now we've went from election reform to underwear. I tell you what. But what are they trying to do to us? And, you know what they're trying to Casey do? Casey and I covered to... this. It was 200 times. It was 200 times a the the marker for dangerous. So I, I don't want to say lethal. But it wasn't a little bit more. It was 200 times the danger threshold of BPAs. In it was an Asics, Nike, Reebok, yeah, uh, all all of these products that that everyone wears, and it just blew my mind. It made me want to throw out all my clothes. Well, you you ask an interesting question. What are they trying to do? I, I think it's really, um, you know, it, it. There are people in this world that are flat out evil. They've sold their souls to the devil. That's it. But there's also people that are unwilling to understand that they yielded control of their lives through their actions to evil. And it all boils down, Joe, in case of this thing, the love of money being the root of all evil. And so, you know, they are, and this is effective, going to destroy our population. I'm talking about the world's population because it's destroying the seed that can produce and procreate. That's exactly what's happening. And you do that. These globalists want to do that because they're going to be able to shrink the population to a level. A manageable level. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, there's too many of us. That's right. That's what they, they say. They control you that way. Better. That's what they say. But, um, you know, science is becoming more like a tale of two cities all the time. Yeah. And, and it, it's really pissing me off. You know, I we sit down and luckily, hopefully, um, you through God's divine intervention, his revelation and guidance. Luckily, we're raising our kids with some semblance of values. And, you know, we'll wake up and they'll be reading the Bible to each other. The, the older two can read, the younger two can't. I mean, our one-year-old doesn't read. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, we watch things. Um, the, the James Webb telescope uh, had released some new images or whatever. So we got on YouTube and sit down on the couch and... And my six-year-old and eight-year-old are sitting there with me and we're watching this. Chilling and the KWS scientists are saying team. things. And both of them are like, that's not true. And they're like, they're sending us these images from a hundred trillion, billion, gazillion, septillion. They're just making up words. And they're just like, that's not true. Why are they saying this? And it's like, there's no accountability. They can say whatever they want as a statement of fact because they are the science. 
Yeah, and it's creating, uh, it's like planting seeds in these fertile mines that are uh, just very in a, in a very uh, plastic state, like a child. The more you plant those seeds, the more it's going to grow. And that's a that's a true premise. You plant seeds, it's going to grow. And we determine what seeds we plant. And the world's becoming a place where evil seeds are being thrown every which way through social media and all media for that matter. And, and it's it's just tragic, guys. It's tragic. It makes me very sad. Me too, actually. I think that's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm blackpilled. Is I'm just... I I I want so much good uh, for the world and and my fellow man and especially oh. my fellow Americans, and it just seems like uh, we have this outside force that's just screwing with us and stirring China. the pot. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Russia, China, and yeah. <laughs> China. <laughs> but it just it's 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 sad to see how easy it is to be able to manipulate people as well. Yeah, it really is. And, and um, you know, the more we plant these seeds, the more they become, you know, pardon the play on words, ingrained within us. And they create these crops and then these crops are passed down uh, through uh, generations. And, you know, there, there are generational curses. There really are. And gen- a generational curse is sometimes not the, the fault of the generation that affects the most. And so my encouragement Within this process, all the things we talked about is the idea of uh, where do you bring change? Uh, well, let's look no further than the great philosopher Michael Jackson. <laughs> he said, uh, "You bring change by <laughs> right." Look at the- <laughs> now I got the song stuck in my head. I know, right? You make that change. <laughs> yeah, and when I make you know. Bring the man in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, start with the man in the mirror. Look, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Right. <laughs> Here we go. As long as you beat it. <laughs> no, I'm Okay. Okay. Wow. You know, there's one thing we didn't address it earlier, but I want to say it before we get out of here because I can see the hate mail right now. Um, the hate mail sent it to Casey's email, um, yes. but you know, suggestions and uh, words of aff- affirmation, you can send those to ask at thejomobleshow.com. <laughs> and, and actually, Dr. Mark kind of alluded to it. I just want to make sure that we drive this nail in. We are not looking for, and we don't even have hope in or believe in a federal solution for. Uh, for these things, whether we're talking about the CRT problem, the cultural issues, the getting the indoctrination out of the, I don't even know how many government institutions there are anymore, two point something million employees. At, so I don't know, hundreds, hundreds of agencies, FDA, things that we don't need and want these agencies, we, the relationship gets turned on its head and we end up asking permission for things yeah. that we've always been free to do, like yeah. covid these institutions crop up and now we have to ask permission to go out to a movie or do this or do that. It's things that we could always do. So we're not looking for federal guidance, federal solutions. Guidance at best is, is what we're looking for from the Fed boys. We are looking guidance. for local solutions that are put in place by communities to be the law of the land. And this is what it is here. This is what it is there. State by state, city by city, county by county, whatever. The smaller, the better. And the best ideas will, it's just like if you ever, the best ideas will will go out and and reach far and wide. Just like if your company takes on a new technology, it gets deployed in a small team, four, five, 10 people are using it before it gets widespread adoption. That's what 
representative Republican constitutional, you know, republic, a democracy, whatever you call this country, it's supposed to be good ideas over a long period of time. That's it. All right. You feel better, buddy? I, I feel a little bit better. Guys, <laughs> MyPillow.com is the very best place for Christmas shopping. You might be feeling like it's a time crunch, like you got to go to big box stores, Walmart, Target, Amazon. Don't buy from Amazon. You don't have to do it. Mike Lindell and MyPillow, they've got everything you need and more. Guys, we're talking pillows, sheets, loungewear, slippers, everything. Guys, MyPillow.com slash Mobley for the very best deals. Use promo code Mobley at checkout. Look at these prices. You got Giza Dream Sheets for $29.98. Guys, the My Slippers are on sale with my promo code Mobley, $49.98. They're usually $140. Huge savings. You're not going to find that anywhere else, guys. Look, you got pillows. You got loungewear. Now, look, if you don't know about my pillow loungewear, this stuff right here is some of the most comfortable stuff, the softest cotton you've ever seen, the sleepwear, the loungewear. My my pillow sweatshirt, I never take it off. You get up to 80% on all of these items. You thought my pillow was just about pillows. You thought Mike Lindell was just a pillow guy. You were wrong. He sells so much more than pillows. MyPillow.com slash Mobley, promo code Mobley. Guys, go there now. Huge thanks to Mike Lindell. Huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Now let's get back into it. That's right. (laughs) Very, very well. And and just to echo those thoughts very, very briefly is the idea that um, we can make a change. We must not give up hope. And as long as we have um, our breath, our life, um, you know, shows like this, we can share ideas. Um, Look, we have hope. So let's put that hope to work and get it done and not depend on federal officials. That's like, I call it the Messiah syndrome. Let's don't have that. We need to really get our belief structure right and realize that the change occurs on a local level if we want to make a national impact. Boom. You know, and I always got confused. um, Like people, they talk about like socialism and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know, on certain levels, socialism does work, for instance, in small communities villages, stuff like that, where everybody working as a group for one individual, and then have those individual socialistic type scenarios work for the greater good of everybody in the community. Now we're, you know, into capitalism, all this other stuff. So it's just the, interesting. The interesting thing is there, there's like a philosophical point in that. And Jordan Peterson talks about this. I used to be a huge fan. Well, okay. I'm a huge fan of Ayn Rand. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Ayn wow. Rand minus like the social weirdness, but I, I've read Atlas Shrugged <laughs> a number of times. I was actually the little humble, humble flex here, but I was a finalist for the, uh, the essay contest in 2018 um, and I made it down the top 10. So uh, I'd been rejected in previous years. uh, Before that, the closest I got was top 100. Uh, And I really would like to have Yaron Brook, the president of the the Ayn Rand Institute on the show. Mm. He's not gotten back to us, but he's returned my emails. (laughs) He's just not gotten back to us with when it can happen. So we're going to get him. But 
that works. And Ayn Rand talks about, she, she demonstrated how that's not true socialism. There's nothing wrong with the collective methodology. Right. It's just, but well, it's socialism always, does not work on a large scale like or the if United it's States forced, of America or Russia. If it's forced. So in a small community, and a lot of Christian communities might like to come together and do this, and that's great. Correct. But the element that's different from socialism, the Marxist construct, is is um, what's the word like volunteer? Yeah, like you, you you volunteer. It's not forced. It's your word, I, as opposed to your your being forced to do it. That's the big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Consent. That's the word. Mutual. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it. Yeah. Can uh, I don't want to say consensual socialism. <laughs> Say it, Joe. I know you have a hard time with it. Just say <laughs> but, the word consensual. <laughs> well, no, that would be a terrible soundbite. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is full of good soundbites. I will tell you that for sure. Yeah, it, it really is. What, what has happened here? It's the always word of the day. <laughs> Consensual. Consensual. <laughs> yeah. Having it's, I just realized right now in this moment that the word consensual has the word sensual in it. That's weird. Wow. Good to know hey. that. That's <laughs> weird. I'll be thinking about so, so, so consensual wait, wait, wait. is supposed to be against sensuousness. <laughs> Interesting. It, it, anyway. It's amazing how well we stay on subject on this show, huh? It really is, yeah. Uh, speaking of stay on subject, this was supposed to be at the very beginning of the show. It wasn't. So, guys, make sure that you support uh, Dr. and Dr. Mark and Michelle Sherwood. Their website is Sherwood TV or Sherwood.tv. Um, the link, if I did my job right, the link is in the description. If it's not in the description right now, it'll be there in about five minutes. Um, and you know, we didn't get to talk about that other project that, uh, you're working on that I'm going to be, uh, coming on board with, uh, but we'll talk about that more next month because, uh, next week again, guys, again, next week we're taking off. Don't come here to see Casey and my smiling faces. They're not going to be here. Um, watch some reruns or something. Um, (laughs) Charles in charge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but it's Sherwood.tv. Uh, go there now. Kingdom Fuel. Oh, man. I just I feel so good every time I just open this website. It makes me feel good. Um, so, <laughs> Dr. Mark, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, anything that you guys want to plug or any last words, and then we'll get out of here. No, Joe, I appreciate you, as you and Casey both, very much. And uh, thanks for allowing us to come on and be a part. And if, if people want to do go to Sherwood.tv, they can work with us as practitioners. We do provide hope and healing for people. Kingdom Fuel is a wonderful two-year shelf life whole meal for under $5 per serving. That's a no-brainer for people. Um, but most of all, just my encouragement for people is go out there and make a difference in the world, man. You may not be the Joe Mobley or Casey Gates of the world, but uh, it doesn't matter. You got your part to do, so go do it and do it well. Damn, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) Casey's like, I should have gone first. I feel so good about myself right now. (laughs) You guys are awesome. Honestly, I'm actually kind of walking away from this going, okay, maybe there is, you know, maybe there is some hope. Good. God, yeah, God, we, were, just, we were feeling pretty bad in the green room before you got <laughs> the Arizona thing definitely has me all freaked <laughs> oh, out. Oh, 
You guys, you as long as you're talking, you got hope. Keep on, man. Don't stop. All right, guys. Hey, that's the show. Like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We really appreciate it. You don't know how much Big Tech hates it when you share the show. Like, I love reading your comments, and I love it when when you like the show. So please do that. But as a favor to me, it personally pisses them off when you share it because they can't stop it. Um, yeah, because they they can stop the notification from going out. But when you notify people by sharing it, they can see it. And it literally pisses them off. There's someone in a boardroom in, in Palo Alto or somewhere screaming when, when you do it. So if there's anything that you do... <laughs> you want to so piss much. off the man? Yeah. Sure, Joe Mobley. Yeah, that's all we got, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you in the next one. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.